0: French Canadian film director, writer, and producer. He is the four time recipient of oh, the Canadian in French. Do not say Denis, but rather Denis Villeneuve. Denis, Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve.
1: In a world preoccupied with professionalism you already think you know what a good podcast is? That's bullshit, that's not how the world works. Have you even considered any alternatives?
2: What about uninformed hosts? Only the last watch was where I understood what her name actually was.
1: Unwarranted and potentially liable accusations.
3: Tom Cruise, he's just like slide <laughs> Fred Pitt. Audio issues. Uh, by the way, how do
1: we record? Irrelevant tangents.
3: Yeah, we go like to a girl's house and then there's like a oh. friend. I'll stop you there. There's <laughs> <mate. laughs> oh. not
2: a section we can have in.
1: Didn't think you had. So you've never heard the semi-professionals.
0: I did not enjoy one fucking single bit of it.
2: This week we are doing Prisoners, uh, my favourite film, possibly of all time. And I don't think a, a, an intro would have done it justice about how much love and emotion I have for this film. Um, this week I am joined with Nick Bailey, cinematographer, Luke Jin, director and writer, and Matt Flack, writer and director, and myself. Uh, Jack Moismuth, cinematographer and director, um, as I said this week is Prisoners, um, Rotten Tomatoes is 81%, IMDB is 8.1 and on Jack's letterbox, it is 5 out of 5, uh, budget is 46 million and total box office is 122 million. Um, I will go to Nick first. On first impressions, who's the film by? Um, Okay, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Uh, DP is Roger Deakins, the God Himself. Deakins. Right. uh, Writer is someone um, with a surname which is like (laughs) Guzik or something like that. Does anyone know? Uh, uh, Louise Guzman. That's nice, yeah. it, close
0: enough
2: <laughs> um, And what, to you Nick, first you impressions <laughs>
3: um, Don't know when I saw this first um, It's been a while Liked it, I think I like it more on rewatches. watches um, Because this movie's got a lot of things that You appreciate it, uh, you appreciate more about it um, Once you look into it a little bit 'Cause there's a lot of kind of hidden little symbolisms that um you realize later are pretty cool. I've one uh, one issue that kind of it doesn't definitely doesn't ruin it for me, far from it. I really enjoy this movie, but there's one thing um that we maybe later on can discuss in terms of the logic of the of the film. Um so, and of them here. <laughs> yeah you <he, No>, it's <laughs> no, done you again no, no. no i'm not that kind of person i know he can't so i genuinely
2: good. know he can't do not, me he's not vindictive
4: <laughs> no
2: there's a long exactly, way to go I'm we've honest. got we've got we've got an hour and a half to go but i genuinely don't think i can get shafted here
3: we'll okay. see well, no, surprise no, no. me I'm, I'm not surprise look, me but i'm not come on. nobody's trying to shaft you yet um we'll see maybe Maybe we'll discover shaft-worthy content within the yeah, next maybe. hour and a half, <laughs> as we did with Blade Runner. Um, but I think no. So uh, yeah, really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. Next, your first uh, viewing. <laughs> next, <laughs> Nick. Did
1: you go? Did you go cinema? No. Mm-mm. no.
3: I don't know. No, it's me, I, I me, think me I think I saw I,
1: it at home. Um, yeah, I don't remember the first viewing. I remember multiple multiple viewings, and it. It, it's a warm, it's a warm to it f- film for me. I warm to it, and I like it after every time. Yeah. Does it feel long? Yeah, it does feel long. It does feel
3: long. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like boring long. For me, it feels like there could be you could probably cut some fat here and there, and you could maybe make this a two-hour movie, and it would be.
1: Yeah, I agree. Th- I agree. There's a bit of fat. Um, I agree with that. That's what I, fa- yeah. I found I found this time needless, uh, yeah, scenes longer than they needed to be. Uh, Luke, we're just going through our first times. I'm <laughs> not going to say that joke anymore. It's not So my thing. first
0: time was on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Luke. It was in the back of a Nissan um, Micra we, we, on, a, <laughs> on an industrial estate. No, um, <laughs> so I remember watching this film whilst. <laughs> I was at film school. Jack, don't get mad. Um, it was with my friend, uh, humble brag at the actually at Westfield. So our now workplace. <laughs> I was at View Westfield. It's yeah. a bragging. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Vue Westfield. That's it. <laughs> Where's yeah, that's the bit, mate. By um, <laughs> well, the way, you said it.
1: You said it after your friend, and it's a like humble brag that you yeah, have that's a, that's not that's a friend. Humble brag. Humble brag.
0: There's nothing yeah. to brag about. <laughs> That was the bit. Anyway, the whole thing's humble brag because I, because I really enjoyed it. No, um, after I remember saying, or well, I remember two things from this experience. I remember it being a really immersive, quite long film experience. I remember saying after that it was probably one of the best films I'd seen in the cinema, um, and I'd stick by that. However, there are a few drawbacks which will come to light in this episode. Um, I also remember being having a really strong theory about where the kids were being kept. And I remember <laughs> the theory being so strong <laughs> that I kept reminding my friend, just in case I was completely right, that, <laughs> that I, <laughs> I, I was that. betting that I kept elbowing him and being like, dude, I'm telling you now, I'm, I know what's going on. At the end of this movie, the kids are being kept up a tree. <laughs> and the reason for that is one he crashes into the side cr- crashes into the side of the of the woods obviously in, in the for wooded area and two they keep panning towards a tree dude they keep doing these brooding zooms into a tree these and tree i thought shorts, I, we're going to look up and there's going to be a nest in the canopy and there's just going to be a load of <laughs> duct tape they... two kids strapped to a tree how
3: would they keep him in a tree
0: <laughs> so there, there was my theory, and I, I, yeah, I really enjoyed this film from the first time I saw it. Um, I've seen it probably too many times, not not Lord of the Rings level, but like I've seen it a fair few times. And last night, I managed to watch it one and a half times, because uh, decided to upgrade it to a girlfriend watch halfway through, so we, we went back to the beginning and did the whole thing again. But yeah.
2: Very good. Solid upgrade. Um, I... Do you know i think i also watched it when i was at uni not at film school <laughs> um but i i was um going through um the oscar wins for cinematography i think and uh at this point i'd seen roger deakins enough times yes pretentious all right <laughs> no <laughs>
1: I thought it was gonna be something like about your life, but like I was going yeah, through a rough time. Or something profound about Shame. your life, like a breakup. Same. At the time I was going through uh I mean, just Oscar, wins. Oscar
3: I went through a, wins. Cinematography, <laughs> Oscar wins. <laughs>
1: <Oscar laughs> it, it was a dark I had a really tough life. time actually. And <laughs> that's the um, exact um, read I got.
2: In in twenty sixteen, <laughs> spent a lot of the year um, going through Oscar wins for cinematography. <laughs> yeah. Um and, uh, an and and Roger Deakins is obviously the name that pops up the most. Um, and I think at this point, actually, I'd had an obsession with Emmanuel Lubezki um, and then was when I'd switched to uh, Roger. Um, mm. and, and I'd seen Fargo. I'd seen um, Le- Big Lebowski. Um, I'd seen Rev Road, Jarhead, No Country. And actually, weirdly, the first film I'd seen of Roger was um, The Assassination of Jesse James, Um which at the first watch I thought was the most boring film I'd ever seen, but didn't appreciate the art of cinematography. Um, Now he does, apparently. Barely. (laughs) Wait, that was the first um, Roger
0: Deakins film you'd seen?
2: Yeah, yeah, it was Jesse James. Interesting. Um, And a funny story about that is actually... I, uh, me and my dad had seen i think it's like the magnificent seven but like the original a few years earlier mm. from a place called blockbusters Classic if you guys you know, know the place yeah? um, and i, I, I remember one christmas um buying my dad what i thought was the magnificent seven then turned out to mm. be the assassination of jesse james um dude do you read <laughs> But I, yeah. but I, I couldn't Cameras. remember, that it wasn't Tammy it Reese. wasn't the title, but it was more of like, I I, I I, couldn't remember the title of The Magnificent Seven at the, at the time, because we'd watched it a few years, I was a little younger, but then I was like, oh shit, this is that film me and my dad saw like five years ago, on a buyer, we watched it, got about an hour and a half in, turned it off. Anyway. I thought you were going to um, say you
0: bought into the Fantastic Four. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got my numbers picked oh, up. We watched it twice. And <laughs> let's watch it. Cowboyish, but anyway. Anyway. Um, and then prisoners was one which I kept seeing really good reviews for, and especially for cinematography, but for some reason and purely based on the um, the film poster, I kept putting it off because I, it just looked like a bleak, boring film. And then I finally mm-hmm. watched it, and uh, I, yeah, I was so uh, encapsulated by this film. Like you said, Luke, it was like. I was, I was drawn in um, for me. Um, and this will probably be my first honest review uh, and my first honest rating. Um, but for me, this is probably one of few flawless films. Strong words. Well, this is the beginning of the
1: podcast, the so, That was a good, good
2: <laughs> setting of the stage. Yeah. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. a good
0: scene setting. Um,
2: mm-hmm. So I guess we could start then with... Uh, cast 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 um and sure um the podcast i know uh hugh jackman has received a huge amount of praise for this film huge um, um, i mean huge, this is this huge. is my favorite H- hugh it's ridiculous
1: isn't it yeah this is my favorite role that he's ever um and i think then he gives him opportunity to to react a lot more like we talk about the like the Deni hold, like when he's having the conversation with uh, Loki in his house, and you just see his face change when he shouts mm-hmm. at him, and he catches himself and calms mm-hmm. down, and like I've never seen a performance like that from him. Like <clears throat> um, I really love you.
0: We've seen intensity from someone like DiCaprio in quite a lot of his performances, and he reaches that peak quite often. Um, but I Ooh. think there's just a, there was a different. I mean, they say that acting's in the eyes, and in jackman's performance here you can tell there's no trying to perform there's no like Mm. it's just pure intention and this is the intensity is insane especially in that first scene uh, exactly the moment you're talking about matt where the naturalism of him calming himself down and everything is just is just Mm. ridiculous i think it does Mm. i think it does border on a little bit shouty especially in the 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 where loki catches him in the car park at the the, at the liquor store and he and he's made to go and sit in the passenger seat and he starts banging <clears throat> on the dashboard and saying why aren't you looking for my daughter like it's a bit that seems a little yeah much mm-hmm. uh, at that point but apart from that you can't fault him
1: yeah i i would, it, it seems like in the mm. conversation where they were inside the first time he shows that intensity the the audio actually like peaks so mm-hmm. I, I imagine that yeah. that was a, a shock for everyone, and then they thought, "Oh fuck, that was good," and then they yeah. they said, "Oh Hugh, do do some more of that." So wow, that's, that's, that's quite interesting that. That, that you found the the first. Yeah. That's interesting that you found the first one convincing and the second one not so much, because I the first one maybe, might be
0: actually genuine. It's, it might be to do with him, pardon the pun, but peaking too early as well, maybe because mm-hmm. he. I suppose he doesn't have a lot of range in this role. He may... he uh, Meaning the,
1: the character. Yeah.
0: Because uh, maybe yeah. he reaches that too early. And then by the middle of the film, he's still doing the same thing. I, and mm-hmm. this will le- lead on to my other point about the film. And it's one of the only criticisms I have is that it, to me, is slightly repetitive. Um, mm-hmm. He does have a lot of scenes doing the same mm. thing. Um mm.
1: Like bashing information at a yeah, guy, like, I mean, that's
0: the main thing. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then every, almost every time he meets with Loki, he reaches this uh, exasperated kind of emotion, like to the performance. But yeah, oh, was really mm-hmm. good overall.
2: Was... Yeah, I guess you're right. His 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 his, his mm-hmm. performances, his best performances in this, isn't in. <clears throat> the parts where he loses control, it's when he's in most control, I guess, as a character, at least. It's when he's... And I agree with you, The intensity you get from his eyes um, is insane. What about the bit where it's
1: him and uh, Loki and they're going off each other and hes he starts like losing his shit and Loki starts going, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. That's, that's <laughs> like the bit in times. the
0: car actual stream imagine Imagine that that if that was scripted it was like it's like the scene in the lighthouse what what what
3: (laughs) what about the um, the the creepy guys Paul Dano and I don't know who the who the other person is who plays the the guy who's obsessed with oh he's in the dark Knight. I think they're he's in a a few good good films Hmm. um, but they're it's it's mainly the the way they're putting into stage it, into the stage here mm-hmm. that really makes him creepy. Like the first time you see Paul Dano um, when the 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 headlamps, um, and
1: he just like yeah. turns around. He's like it's like, like hunched He's over, like, uh. you, like with the, the yeah. flash in his face.
0: Yeah, he plays like being removed. Yeah. It's very good, uh, unbelievably. Like I'm not the biggest fan of Paul Dano, not because he's a bad actor just because his, his face just annoys me and he always oh, plays the God same like boy. he always plays like that's harsh like weird feeble characters and but in this I think it's probably the first time I'd seen him maybe there will be blood before this but um, he he just looks you know when they when they shine the flashlight in his eyes and, and one of them goes dude he's on something he's high or something like he yeah. does look completely mm-hmm. removed doesn't he yeah and he, yeah very good again and the other bloke yeah. looks creepy as shit. He's like so creepy as fuck. Face. He looks like he's burned victim mm-hmm. or yeah. something happened to him. And what's yeah. really funny is I've seen him in in another content. I saw I think an interview on Collider who like cover lots of like nerd culture kind of things. And he was he was having this very happy go lucky interview about fucking Star Wars comics or some shit. And he was he was laughing about the fact that he always plays creepy guys because of mm. the way he looks. So it's really it's funny to see him in that context just because he he's so believable as yeah. like a sort mm. of very uh, outskir- outskirts of society kind of character it's,
1: it's weird because it's almost the same exact uh, you can imagine casting logic in the Dark Knight he's the guy when yeah. he tries to shoot um, Commissioner Gordon do you know when they're, they're doing like the firing range at the yeah. ceremony and he's the yeah. one guy that goes bang. I'll, I'll yeah shoot. and, and and it's like the guy from the crowd, because he gets discovered. The first time we see him is discovered from a crowd as well. Just a guy mm-hmm. that's there, but doesn't quite fit in. There's something about him that doesn't quite mm-hmm. fit in. Right. Which isn't, like, I love that moment where... Oh, so creepy. He's looking down, and then you can tell oh. by his face, he just looks up again. Oh
0: Dude, oh, it's so right. creepy. He
3: shoots Loki a little eye contact. Yeah. And like, it's,
0: it's, like cr- it's quite rare that you can, like... And me and Nick were talking about this the other day in terms of... Because we've just covered horror. Um... And we were talking about how actually scary this movie is, and more, and more so maybe unsettling. And mm. it's quite yeah. rare that you get just a look from someone in, in a crowd, which is quite a, you know, normally when you think of scary moments, it's, it's people on their own, it's people in the dark. What's He's in a, he's in the middle of a crowd, and he looks up, and he, that, that moment is really quite eerie just from his look. Mm.
3: It's really cool because there's something just slightly off about his his face and the way he looks so you like look twice and it's <laughs> no like offense, what is going on no offense <laughs> whatever your name is so no he offense, looks but, like but he what is be, going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he looks he's, like he's in the next uh, Ari aster like movie yeah. like hereditary That's or, really good. Or,
2: or something like that
3: yeah. i wouldn't be looks surprised like
2: to to pay him credit he, and probably actually this isn't to pay him credit either his name is david dash Das Malachian. Okay, it, I'm assuming German? that must be a German. Oh, yeah, well, no, he's he's, he's 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 American, but maybe Nick would probably <laughs> pronounce <disgusting>. his surname.
3: <laughs> Wait, well, let me have a look at that. He's here. like, mate, have a, look, have a look,
2: How am I supposed to? He don't look German. Right? <laughs> you uh, I bet that's a German surname. I bet you. Is that freaky he's not freaky guy's not from the motherland. Nick,
1: Nick's on the, on, the, on the German check app on his phone. Yeah, <laughs> is this name German? Yes,
3: he's no? like,
0: oh, a motherland. He's like that—that no. bloke from the Deutschland. <laughs> I fucking doubt it, mate.
3: No, no. What well, about? No, in, it sounds no, more that's Polish. Like, it sounds more Polish. Yeah, that's like Eastern European, Dust Melchian. He's from the block.
1: Not the Eastern block.
0: He?
1: So, see, he looks like he looks like a yeah, he looks like a Latino game show presenter in that photo. Like I, I buy that one,
2: but I think it's it's his eyes, Elvis. and especially in God, this as well. It's it, like the way he he works his eyes is well, uh, weird as great shit. Great
0: performing, not just his face, but great performing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's this here. It's the flat nose, and then it goes. Think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forget about the performance. This is it's the dimensions. It's the spatial. <laughs> it's just this bit here. It's how he was. It's, he cat, it's just how it was. How he was born. He,
2: look, he looks. He looks really tan in those photos. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's in Blade Runner as well. That's good. Shout out. He's, he's probably th- doing well. A few holidays.
0: Well, mate, if you get a face like that, you're going to need to be tan without looking. You know, like a, a ghost every day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the, the conversation no, just, in the um in the in the door when uh Loki knocks knocks on it and says, even buying children's clothes, and it's it's so good because the look on his face, he he's smiling in a hurry. He's smiling at him like, like come on.
0: I love that. Yeah. I yeah. love that little performance from, from Jake Eboy. Yeah.
1: He's like, why were you running? Because... Like he, he knows he has him and there's right. no way out for him. And he's just smiling it. like, I, I'm just interested what you're going to say.
0: He's having the most fun with the situation that he's found himself in. He's like, yeah. there's no way this guy's going to escape me again. Yeah, um, He's so satisfied with finding him that he's like really soaking it in before he does it, before he goes against him.
2: Well... And um, smashes his nose off the wall. Opinions on Jake
3: Gyllenhaal then. I like him, which I wouldn't have seen the the DP30 interview where he comes across as a massive rock star. <laughs> um, but but
2: his acting is incredible. He's great. I, I did see an interview with him where he's like, oh, a lot of the... Um, oh, it's the Roger Deakins podcast, actually. <laughs> oh. Oh, 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 yeah. Plug. It's just, that, just Team Deakins yeah. podcast. <laughs> Human he's like... I oh, um, timed time that, didn't I, at Back <laughs> So I, Dad, I got you in. <laughs> um he, 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 <laughs> he, he talks about, like, that he ends up picking the films or the characters that actually reflect what's going on in his personal life at that time. God. Is that, is and an and it's a bit like... a detective. Um, well, yeah, he's like, well... You were a professional boxer.
0: <laughs> oh, this could, True. this could be a great bit. What else has he done? True. <laughs> that time, Jake Gyllenhaal was a was a, um, a an apocalypse escapist. <laughs> not not not, no, yes, not you, yesterday. Not yesterday. Not tomorrow, but the uh, the day after, mate.
2: <laughs> the day
3: after. Actually, I like that film. That's a good film. When he was in Iraq, yeah. Korea War. Yeah. yeah. Plus, what else is there? That's a good when he one.
1: when he um when he was schizophrenic and hallucinated a, a giant bunny rabbit and tried saving the world. Oh, oh, no. Sorry, so that, that, that one. that's that's not a film to me. That's still on my list. <laughs> <I> no. <know. laughs> it's not it's not
3: going anywhere. <laughs> um what's the movie where he's on a train the entire time and he needs to source stop code. A bomb? Source code. Oh, source man. code. Source code. Did yeah. you guys do that already? Was that was was that bit yeah. done
0: already? Okay. Oh source code's great. Yes. Moving on! Par- parallel Time Traveller.
1: What about the backstory of, of Loki? Yeah.
0: What about the blinking? <sighs> okay, that's probably the most wanked over topic on film YouTube, right?
1: Let's do it then. The blinking.
0: Can everyone agree that, you know, in the world of film essays that we all sort of indulge in? Growing, what I mean. The growing community of film yeah. analysts out there. The most wanked over topic is Loki's backstory. <laughs>
4: Yeah, Uh (laughs) it's true.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but you know, it all came from Jake Gyllenhaal. Jack Sparrow's got more tattoos, mate. Relax.
1: (laughs) Nicky's got the Freemasonry ring. Did you (laughs) notice that?
0: so annoying. (laughs) Do you know um, his
1: backstory?
0: (laughs)
3: Yeah.
1: And what's this tattoo on his neck? What does that mean? It's kind of like a sheriff, but it looks a little bit like Colty
0: and
3: I don't know. It's he got cool. a
1: religious thing, so he's, a religious
3: yeah. thing to it.
0: He's so interesting. There's when a, in reality, he's probably just like an asbo from Hull. It's just like a little <laughs> shit.
3: <laughs> but the question is: just because for our UK the entire audience. internet <laughs> internet community is ripping it to shreds, does that make it less good? I mean, it's obviously easy to attack, but I actually do think the way mm. his backstory is is presented in the movie isn't like bad or anything all you you it's just guessing it is good i mean i don't think it's great it's it's great pretty good it's
0: just very wanked over and it's quite it is it's quite um interesting how that can have an effect on your perception of the film like the meta around it like how things Mm -hmm. get critically appraised not just by critics now but more so on on youtube and by podcasts and we're at it we're Mm -hmm. part of the problem um
3: all right so (laughs) <laughs> i mean it, it probably doesn't help that that jake gyllenhaal goes on on all these interviews and says how he basically came up with these backstories that so, so is
0: that the story then
3: i think yeah. with some of it like especially with the blinking so, um, well, which i actually I mean, think, I think is an I interesting think it was, thing it
2: was it was his ideas with the tattoos um and the freemason's ring and
1: did he explain why uh, he wanted the, the, the ring? The
2: blinking and all that shit. Okay, so... But I think part of it probably comes down to the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal is wanking over himself as Jake Gyllenhaal, as Detective Loki.
0: Oh, 100%. But here it yeah. seems to be a happy coincidence where I can understand, like, coming up with the blink and that's that's the thing that an actor has only has control over. A director's not going to tell you to to have an affectation like that. But him does like going with those costume, uh, and makeup choices is definitely a product of maybe a bit of indulgence, but actually works really well in this.
2: Mm. Well, I know that Denny had said, um, to Jake do that. He's his character, the new, uh, his character was someone who wanted to hide his own past which links with our whole prisoner thing. And the same with, you say, look, his um, wardrobe. So then he turned uh, up. Where he's like, he buttons up everything. And it's like, it's supposed to be that he's covering up his tattoos because this is like a former life. Kind his of late thing.
0: father used to own a blue shirt coat. And then, and then he and then he turned up to the tattoo parlor and, and they go, so what do you want, Jake? And he's like, well, I'm trying to really hide my past. So I was wondering if he could get me a tattoo that, you know, if even if I do my top button up, It's still going to be visible on the side of my neck. Just peaks above the collar. Yeah, don't don't hide it too much, you know. But there's a moment where he
1: goes all black. Later on Mm. in the film, he starts all black and then he ends all black. Just backstory, just (laughs)
3: YouTube. So, 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 what do we actually know about the backstory of the character? Just like boys' home, Christian he got yeah. molested yeah, by a priest, did. probably molested. Yeah, yeah. Or molested we don't know did. molested, but he definitely got. Yeah. yeah.
2: May that, or yeah. may not have been something there. Um, Orphan and and yeah. he's
0: he said he was a juvenile mm. juvenile delinquent as well, didn't he? In interviews. Mm. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, in interviews. I've, I've heard. But
3: what are we gathering from the film? From the film. So from
0: the that's just real quickly. I think that's in terms of writing one of the best pieces of exposition delivery that I've heard recently. When he says... Mm. Um, I've got the exact quote here. What,
1: what, when he's holding him over the... He's, the he's holding him over the
0: thing mm-hmm. and he goes... Yeah. He goes, holding like a, a fuck like you will be a real truth for me. Such good exposition.
3: I thought your camera froze for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. That's what I wanted to get across.
0: <laughs> that was the
3: bit.
2: What was he saying? did phrase say dramatic effect. Coming from the something um, that's what I thought you saying boys home. So coming from like the hunting boys home, yeah.
0: um, father, and then he goes, uh, yeah. he goes, I know you know it, and then he goes, hunting a fuck like you would be a real treat for me. That's just like, yeah, it's it's exposition hidden in motivation at a time of of like, you know, Matt, yeah. when they say um, the best the best way to hide exposition is in anger and an argument. Where you go? No, because I was at number number four on Partridge Road on Thursday evening at seven pm. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. <laughs> it's the way to hide its <laughs> position, and it's that a Partridge That's <laughs> to come out.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. That's but it, it's interesting to think how if if Gillen will come up with the the tattoo, the ring, and just in the script we had the boys' home thing. It would be interesting because. Every detective thing has, you have to have some kind of scar or past. And perhaps like Jake thought, it wasn't enough that just in one moment, he says that he used to go to a boy's home and his character expressed in no other way that he, he had mm. a, a dark past of some kind. Cause, cause imagine if he was just a, a straight normal detective, nothing strange or unusual about him. He's just trying to solve something. And then we hear halfway through that, he he wants to kill this priest or it'd be cool to kill this priest because he was maybe abused it seem a bit out of nowhere so maybe that was a reaction to uh no doubt he's made it better yeah which is interesting that why yeah why wouldn't that be in the script Um, do you
3: reckon that his his motivation to find the girls has like should be linked more to the to his past that's the because thing he's, outwardly.
1: He's, like, we infer it through that, but outwardly it would be nice if there was... But then again, it might... It's, maybe it's the, it. Yeah, it's the subtlety of it. Yes, the subtlety of it is quite... I also
0: think that... Uh, if because
3: he his, his, he's so motivated or motivated to find, like, he's literally breaking the rules, he's risking his job to find these these girls. And yeah. that's... I mean, they kind of link it to his pride a little bit, maybe, even that he's, he's never mm-hmm. lost uh, or end his reputation. He's never... Not right. yeah. solve the case. I yeah.
0: think also if, if he th- was a lone protagonist, it would be peppered a lot more throughout. But because it's well, we can get into this, but it, it arguably a two-hander between it's him. It's a and weird split as well. Then mm. there's probably less room to really flesh out his character. But I think he did it in a way where no words needed to be added <clears> to the script. I find mm. I find that exposition really good, and and, and you and you latch onto it because it is the only thing there. But then his mm. his his costume choices are brilliant
1: yeah it it would be quite disappointing i guess if we saw like the the photo of his children and he was like oh i've got to get these kids it would just be like that equivalent would be like yeah it's a bit on the nose too much um Um, i probably
2: say for his introduction as a character for me probably the best introduction since maybe dark knight um I Can't remember what year Dark Knight came out. I think it's it 2008. Could have been
1: I think that's why I said 2008.
2: Um, but that, that opening shot of him at the um, obviously where Luke is now, um, that's I think that's definitely something that people wank over. Yeah. yeah,
1: the opening from behind from, yeah, yeah and, 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 and no also on, on
2: what should be, yeah, exactly. No one more than me, um. But for what should be the protagonist in this, in the hero to open on uh, the back of his head um, with like literally all the lights on him. Um, it's so interesting.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It really like, it could have easy opened on he, his face, him doing like some police work, arresting someone, like showing that he's an obvious uh, protagonist. But, to, to come from behind. There's a
0: question about that to the c- cine bros. Um, yeah, go on. You know,
4: on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Matt, this is Very all you. Yeah, um, everyone else, lean out. I'll go in. <laughs> um, yeah, like, make sure you get. How real the, this is also again another wanked over moment of introdu- introducing the character from behind in Girl with Dragon Tattoo happens to be Lisbeth. Is it more done? with edgy morally ambiguous characters or is like what's what's the reason for that introduction why wouldn't you introduce from the front what would you, what would make that decision
2: i think they say i think actually i think you're all, you're asking the wrong people okay i Matt. think you guys would I, I, answer that more I, I, because i think i, think it, a, I don't a think it's in the
1: character that's yeah it's going to be consistent I, throughout what sorry
2: or, or if if not it's marrying the two yeah there's in the, like the, visual and and yeah, but like we I would mean, say cinematography's got a okay guys the, there's we're, something we're we're about him there are
0: storytellers you know
1: <laughs> there's something about him that's uh there's, there's more to him than than you than you ever might see i i think you might not uh, understand him fully cuz cuz that, cause that the, the face is like the, the window to understanding and to know someone and to open on the back of someone's head mm. It's like that. This person's gonna um, elude you in some way, okay? In in whatever way, and that I think that might be consistent in the other example. Same in actually. What is it in the Dark Knight? It's not from behind, is it? It's the it's the mask on the hand by his side. But then you can only (laughs) see
0: the mask, which is obviously the fake version of him. Yeah, yeah. So Mm -hmm. I bet all three of those all three of those characters, but less so this one, are sort of morally ambiguous characters, but. In this instance it just seems like it's more because Loki's not a bad guy in the film. In fact he's he's much more the, the moral mm. high ground than Jackman is. So mm. it, it I, it's it's kind of an interesting decision that they open on the back of Loki and not open mm. on the back of Jackman, foreboding his mm. you know, we turn people into monsters, Turin. you in case important. In I get the
1: feeling he has
0: been bad. Um, I yeah, yeah at some point in as his as past a juvenile though I got I, I get the sense
2: but, but it, there's a there's a there's a strong it, it heavily relies oh fuck off siri it heavily relies on um faith in this and it's everyone is um questioning their faith in this and i think that's mm-hmm. where this lies upon is the fact that with keller it's like i think um one with of prayer, the prayer is opening Mm. well his openings with a deer but I think one of the, the most obvious shots with Keller is um, or at least most interesting is the shot from within his truck um, mm-hmm. and there's a focus ball from the cross from within his truck mm. to then him and his family and that's that whole Christian
0: yeah um, so I'm not sure how
2: ideals mm. Mm. I, I, has everyone watched I, and, the but, video about
0: the faith thing
4: mm-mm.
2: yeah so Jack, well, but i think that's the whole that the whole bit. thing I, yeah I, but i think for this is like it's like you open on 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 keller who's uh the more not these you obviously find out he's not the protagonist but he's the more obvious protagonist being the father yeah. he should be the one who goes and has this arc um mm-hmm. becomes something that he's not uh and rescues the children right and and that's possibly what we might be led to believe in a different film and then we open to the back of loki and it's that role reversal i think where you have someone who's so obviously on their christian faith um and then loki who essentially has part of his christian faith being this orphan boys Mm -hmm. uh, christian orphanage whatever it is is in his past and that's what is also in the way that he um hides his tattoos like right it's like there's his previous okay. um religious tropes and i think that's what where that reversal happens but i think that's why it, that's why it happens now is mm. that we should right now we shouldn't believe that loki is the protagonist uh, he's I just another character in the story so, and, and also okay. following this scene he goes to the where you are, Matt. Where he he they find the camper van, and then immediately he's. You don't see that he's a good guy, right? He, he as a character, he's chatted up this girl in uh, a Chinese diner. He's shown that he's arrogant, and then he goes to the uh, camper van and it's a bit of a hothead. he takes. Yeah, he takes a flashlight from the trooper, he's and he's already shown like, I, yeah, and then he, he's shoving. Uh, Paul down into the woods and he's he's uh, shouting at him. He's he's saying where are the, where are the kids? Kind of. Mm. So there's nothing really likable about him at this point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you guys might be explained more, maybe with the midpoint. But for me, that's where that that whole question of faith changes, and where that role reverse happens, and that's what uh, maybe what the true arc is in this. Mm. I'm not really sure how to so technically sort
0: of regurgitate the, the 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 more from that faith video later in in the the script section as well i think it's quite interesting and i think i yeah. think actually mm. both of them have quite a decent art it's probably it's probably mm. worth saying but anyway um mm, what, yeah what we got?
3: just really just really quick i was gonna i was gonna ask what do you guys think um why why did they choose the the, the original or the the actual opening scene as the opening scene for the film um, what with in with the deer and the hunting because in my mind shouldn't that scene potentially be with the you know maybe with a daughter um, or something because the movie will eventually mm-hmm.
1: um, interesting. I going on from what you said about the the faith and like Nick with the, what you said about o- openings, it, in a sense, it, does it mean that Loki was chewed chew, let's say chewed up and spat out by the he's had that like religious kind of moment when he was younger in the school, had a bad time, he's strayed from it. And now he's, he's not that. And his arc is becoming that. And that Jackman is, is the man that is, is the Christian. He's fully on board with it. And he has a plan. That's his whole thing. He's a planner. And, and he thinks if he, if he does good, then good things will happen to him. But then he obviously he, he gets uh, corrupted. Mm-hmm. It, is that the video so it's the reverse corruption no, so, so the two openings So the, the video s-
0: essentially says um, that the whole thing is a, is a test of faith Jackman mm-hmm. being the steadfast religious guy at the beginning with the with the perceived most amount of faith is has the ultimate mm. test because he likes to control things he likes to plan and when he is um, when the control is removed from him when he has no control the epitome of that, and what closes his arc is being literally in a hole, where he mm. can't see anything, he can't do anything about anything. He has to have mm. faith in Loki, that he that yeah. he'll save his daughter. There's nothing he can do to save his own daughter, and that that's really it. Yeah. Distill, and I won't say this better than the video, and people should check out the video. It's a good one. Um, but and then um, they have a bit about Jake Gyllenhaal. Obviously, having that religious background, being spat out, as you said about it, but finding another institution in the police force. Mm. And uh, I think, I, to be honest, I think most of the faith thing relates to Jackman, from what I can remember. Yeah, um, mm. there's. Because, the
1: right? yeah, the, the opening, Nick, if, if they're setting up these characters to, 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 to kind of switch around at some point, maybe then the opening would need to be necessary because the first time we see Jackman is, he's the hunter. He's sights, sights on a target. He, he gets it. It's, it's the, the Christian prayer. Yeah. It says a prayer and he it's very sorted and planned out and his, his destiny almost, he thinks that he could like, it's the classic Christian, like manifest destiny. It's all there in front of him because he's a God-fearing man. Mm. And then first time we meet Loki, it's the exact opposite. Like his destiny is a, is a fortune cookie. That's, that's his future. So mm-hmm. I think, I think maybe having those two next to each other is important if they're going to do the flip.
0: Oh, and also um, Jackman's backstory with his father being a prison guard is um, a reason that. Dude, oh, that
3: was confusing though. Wait, it, again, the way that's put into the well, film is confusing. A, a, like,
0: yeah, uh, a bit like yeah, uh, a bit like Gyllenhaal's backstory is very is quite subtle, and I think Denis does a yeah. good job of just peppering that in slightly without it being overwrought. Because you can get mm-hmm. really expositional scenes about people's backstories and you don't need that much information about it. I think they give the perfect amount of information. And from, I think what one of the videos were theorising that um, the way, that the reason Jackman is such a man of faith is because he's been, he's had this wound in the, in in his past um, and doesn't want his anyone around him to suffer the same fate as his father who obviously took his life who was in the prison guards. So he's, he he has, he's gone the other way from Gillenal. If you think about it, Gillenal started in a, in a religious setting and went to the police. And Hugh Jackman's uh, father was a part of the police institution and he's gone to religion. Mm. So they've, they've swapped roles to find the same thing, which is comfort in a, an institution, in a faith. Um. Oh
1: see i didn't get the, the what his father killed himself
0: directly. his father was a, a thing was it's, a guard it's
3: it's, at a it's prison. in the it's in the newspaper article that loki f- discovers
0: but i also said it's also said it's hard to like boss. it's so
2: easy to gloss
0: over it's also said by Loki. yeah
2: boss. it's something i, I yeah Is i it? didn't i didn't pick up on this for um, a long time and after it took, probably took me about three watches, four watches before I, I recognized that point about his father killing himself. And I think um, that probably is what pushes his, his character or Keller over the edge at this stage. Because we spend so much time um, watching Keller go through quite procedural motions, like at the start with him. You know, they—they they, he's taking his son out. They kill the deer. Uh, he says a prayer. They later then, uh, um, what's the, I can't, They cut up the deer. What's the word? You don't Car- butcher, dress, butcher, carve,
1: butcher, dress?
2: and 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 then later dressing eat it. The There's something quite
1: flambé. <laughs> is
2: it dressing? It could be. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's called dressing. But he he, he he goes through something that's take the kidneys out but it's quite procedural um, uh, and then we, when we go down to the cellar uh, when he's looking for his daughter and you see that he has all these kind of like um, apocalyptic preparations mm-hmm. and even when he's in the car with his son and he's like my dad said to me one of the most important things he ever said to me was like um, hope for the best prepare, uh, prepare for the, the worst mm-hmm. and there's so much time I spent with him like preparing for the worst but the two things that he can't handle and the, the the first thing is obviously his father's suicide um which is represented in his their their flat or their building or their house mm. i think it's flats
1: it's like unresolved because it's all he hasn't done anything right. About right. It, exactly so he's, yeah so it, yeah
2: exactly so it's so, so it's something that he he can't control and then the second thing that happens to him and which is his daughter being kidnapped is something else that he can't handle and it's like it's cool that that he that he takes um takes Paul
3: Dano to the place where his dad killed like the the root of his issue so he takes his next issue there to resolve it in the same space in a weird way yeah
1: super metaphorically the, the, the abyss of him is where he he took Paul Dano to to break him
0: I don't actually love the opening. I think they could have done something else with it because I feel like, um, I don't like the, the storyline of this whole being prepared thing and him being like an over almost like apocalypse ready kind of guy. A doomsday. Yeah. I just, I find it a little bit, i gonna get our guns. I, feel, I find it a little bit like, uh, like a bit corny as like characterization. And I, I mm-hmm. think. I think But also what's the point of him having
3: that character that that trait? Like when what we present the like, true.
0: when we track to the to the
1: gas mask. That's true. It,
0: no, I know kind of I know like, that it's I know yeah.
3: it's there, but what's the point yeah, that the character has that?
0: I think I think his faith is a lot more interesting than him being this like because they, they also they also um drive it home with the with the mum when she's like completely distraught saying i thought you could save us from anything i thought you could protect us it's like okay we get it like that's mm. supposed to be tough that isn't really the point here like this isn't about his masculinity mm. this is a destruction of his faith so the the main point should be driving home his it, yeah I, I i find i find that a little bit beside it's, the point to be
3: to be fair it's i think it's actually in there for Loki to discover all this stuff in the basement to then get like the idea that, oh, maybe, you know, maybe I should actually look into the dad oh, a little bit. That's quite, quite that, weak. I if mean, it's not, that's
0: that. But I mean,
3: I, I think, think, yeah, yeah. If, it might be if the it's reason. Not connected. Right? I yeah, hope that I wasn't
0: right. the reason. Cause that is, you know,
1: I, th- I think if he's a guy who's lost his father, uh, he's, he's got faith from it. And internally he's stronger through his faith externally maybe that that manifests in him being the protector and the provider because his father gave himself an out his father killed himself and he he he's not the protector and the provider because he killed himself yeah so he so his son is going to be the oh, ultimate protector I, I, and provider okay. that's yeah, yeah. That's I, I yeah, think that's, that's what good. they were going I think
2: for. that's how I how I'd see it, yeah. but also I think it sends him over the top I think the obvious thing and is that's and make- that's what ends up happening here is with his daughter being kidnapped and with the police, what he feels like are failing him, and he even says at some point like he's failing his own daughter, and that that's the the second time that it's going to tip him over the edge. The first time is just over preparation for something that may or may not happen, but this time it's like
1: they're trying to say maybe for all the prepara- preparation that you can do, they say safe as, as a Christian, as a man of God. Like encountering evil is is gonna is gonna tear down anyone. Maybe, like you, you can do all the prep in the world, you can prepare for the end of the world, like anything. But there will be a moment where you won't, like you won't know what to do. Attested. Like, yeah, attested, yeah, exactly. I
0: think Jacob. I think is really. Is it Jacob? No, Job. Bible.
2: <laughs> Mark. Bible, Bible. bro.
0: <laughs> a good read. Hey, Bible. I I understand the stuff about him protecting his daughter because his dad failed to pre- maybe perceived to pre- fail to protect him because. Of the suicide, but I don't understand the planning thing. I think the planning thing is a bit yeah. is a bit plotty. I think Nick's right. Mm-hmm. I think it might be there to seed in to the procedural side of things. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's how I feel about the opening. I don't think it's actually the strongest opening. It also
2: with it, it's the, only the, a the small point though. Glass. I think it's it's like Set it's not offensive.
3: Think- am <laughs> <Yeah. I, Alms laughs> literally <laughs> crossed. I am
2: getting defensive. Yeah, across.
3: Yeah. No, but I but think. I think- the the the, the shot with the the shot with the gas mask definitely confused me yeah because it's like you you end on it it's a pretty you end on it it's obviously in the in focus it doesn't really go anywhere does it unmotivated Mm -hmm. Mm.
1: and the same with the
3: with with the tree sorry with the tree i mean the tree has a lot of symbolism in this but it's not in the story itself, the tree doesn't
0: play... Yeah, it just makes you the, think the, the kids big are idea. stuck it's, in a treehouse, really. Exactly, mate. Luke was, Luke was looking up. It's a red herring. He should have looked down.
1: Almost literally, a red herring.
3: Imagine the imagine the, the shot is not on a tree, but it's like slowly panning towards a hole. Like, oh, that would have been made more yeah, sense. I would have
0: figured it out.
1: When I saw it this time around, I, I thought that tree... Going into the tree was the person that was, that was about like wanted to get round the tree to the house and was hiding behind the tree. It was the force of whatever, mm. those yeah, are, whatever. Those trees, trees are notoriously
0: <laughs> hard to get past.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's like because the you, you see the house and the the house purposefully goes out of view, and now you're hiding behind it, kind of peeking at the house. Yeah, mm. I don't know.
3: I mean, there is within the whole cinematography is there's a lot of like. You're, it seems like you're lurking outside, yeah. looking looking in. and the back of the
1: RV as well, at the beginning. The RV. That's like, that's like the, a major one the, going f- onto the ladder. Yeah. The
3: RV. All
2: the door frames that's you're that's good stuff. looking mm-hmm. through. The that's RV great stuff with, is good. There's a big point about all the um, obscurity of uh, a lot of the windows mm. that are used. Mm. You can when, never really clearly see through them all i love that
0: mm. you know the interrogation montage mm. I mean, talking about this earlier where it's only comprised of two shots but it passes time in a procedural really well and makes you believe mm. like something's actually going on where it, where sometimes yeah. those things can seem very thin um and it's the shot with the the wet window the wet window and the the restaurant the he's yeah. obviously interviewing some perv and then the one just before that where he finds a guy with the german pawn
2: Oh, it's a German porn.
3: It was at the the, the child molester. Yeah. Of course, he's into German porn. Yeah. Fucking racist Classic. shit. Um, it's the gateway. <laughs> it's, the, it's the gateway oh, the, into g- pedophilia. The German piss porn, and then next you're uh, you know, you're rubbing one out to little, uh, little kids.
0: The, fir- the, the first inkling of it is watching UK porn, but with German subtitles. Yeah. Then you just, yeah, gradually, <laughs> gradually get into the later hose.
1: Then you get, then you do a dub over later
0: hose. <laughs> just, just voice dub. Insane later hose. Oh my goodness! How good is Terrence Howard? I just think he's he's, he he's so it. along for the ride. He's so henpecked. It's brilliant. And to be honest, mm-hmm. he is almost the audience's way in as well. He is like a, a surrogate yeah. for us because he's he's like what a normal person would react like. A normal person mm. would not kidnap the culprit or the suspected culprit. Yeah. Lock him in a he's fucking. Like, what are you shower. doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah. yeah. So he, he's he's the voice of reason in this. Um, I was, who, who else? Stop. Go on. The mum. Sorry. Go on. No. no. Are yeah. We, but what are we about we still Viola on? Davis. Yeah. She. She's just like so I guess how some people could react, where she says, "We're not going to kill him, but we're not going to stop him from doing it either." Uh, yeah, it's 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 a moral quandary, isn't it? It's like, what do you do because he's doing a wrong thing for the right for the right-ish reason, um, and it, it their takes on it are interesting. I do find it funny how um, how she catches he, uh, Hugh Jackman by turning up at his door and 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 he's dobbed him in, and then the next night Jackman comes over and goes, "You got to check this out," because the first night she's furious. And then the next night he comes over and he's like, mate, you can't see this. And he turns up to he turns shit. up to this fucking plywood box and he's like, it's the best thing I've done all year. It's like it's, it's, this
1: is classic me. Yeah. What about the mum taking the meds? Yeah. Um on on this watch I found I found that I don't know. I guess people react people do react like that. It's cliched, but I
3: think realistic, yeah. it I think. has to be done, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Although if you don't imagine if you didn't have that at all though. And and mm-hmm. every character just coping. Was, was kind of like a cog in the wheel of this pragmatic yeah. revengeful approach.
1: She kinda needed to be bed bound in whatever way, because there'd be too much to keep track Because you have you have Mate Ian yeah. come come into the torture thing and then the wife gets dragged along, so what would exactly. his actual exactly. wife have to say about that? So it's kind of she needs to be in bed with a headache.
3: Yeah. What about the uh, the son, the kid from? Did anybody see Thirteen Reasons Why? On no, I, I never saw that. <laughs> Is it good? Okay. Have you seen it? Uh, it's f- I, I didn't love it. it. No. It's fine. No. It's fine. Yeah. What about his performance, quite- though? It's all right. It's I don't fine. Decent, uh, Not decent middle-of-the-road kid actor. Yeah, it's fine. Not much to he say has one
0: outburst, doesn't he? And then Jackman pins him up against the wall and he doesn't speak again for the rest of the film. He <laughs> it's, wouldn't. It's and, it's and, and, and Jackman doesn't even have a good point. He'd he, the, the kid just like... Just a louder. He Shut up. I know you've been out here drinking. Do you, don't you think I can fucking smell it on you? And he goes, Shut up! <laughs> and then he just leaves and that's it. And then the kid's just like, Yeah, he's got a point not the strongest. Yeah, we don't Do we see him at the hospital at the end? He, the boy. Yeah. I'm sure he's there in the background.
4: Yeah.
0: I don't know.
1: I didn't register him.
2: No, I don't Just think so. What's up. the conspiracy here
0: then?
1: Oh, well. He he negotiated a switch with the boy. Yeah. T- take my annoying son. <laughs> Very good. I, could, I want to have the girl. <laughs> Maybe we can talk about the um the can the the whole idea of kidnapping children because the first time I assumed it was like
2: here we uh, fucking go. Was...
1: <laughs> so this is like you know how in Blade Runner Wallace's motivation was like, huh? Yeah, uh, the grand plan. Yeah. So the kidnappers you can't afford they wa- that
0: on this. Surely
1: they they are waging a war on God. Yeah, and yeah. How they well how they're doing that. <laughs> So yeah, that's point one. So what the rest of us do. What, what does that mean? All right. And then, um, so in order to do that, they kidnap, they kidnap children, which is very, very hard to do. Mm. And they kidnap pretty children. E- and pretty ki- easy, mate. And, and They're <laughs> only children. They're pretty
2: small. It's easier than doing it's it to easy. adults. <laughs> <laughs> this Yeah.
1: They kidnap children. Let the children. man finish his thought. <laughs> they, they kidnap children and kill them. Uh, in order to make people lose lose faith in God and believe in evil, yeah. Oh,
3: but know. that's a but so, so I just thought it's so, long
1: a long-winded way of turning people off of God. I actually really like
0: it. You could just kill them. Yeah, um, you could kill them and you, hide the bodies. Wouldn't that be the like same? You like the motivation? I, you know, the uh, this is a bit off the beaten track, but it does make a point. You know how um, Ricky Gervais. Oh wait, is it Ricky Gervais? <laughs> I cannot wait for this. <laughs> you know how this British comedian does. Uh, hang on, who had a great who had a religious uh, debate with with um, Dawkins? Oh, what's the guy off QI? You know Stephen. Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry Stephen, had a Stephen had Fry. a religious debate with someone. <laughs> I think uh, I think he's religious, right? Stephen Fry, or is he the? I don't think is he, he is. The I opposite? think. I yeah, Ricky Gervais is atheist as No, I know, an but atheist. it's either him or Ricky Gervais arguing against someone else. And he goes, "Do you know why I don't believe in God?" It's, I think it's Stephen Colbert because Stephen Colbert is really religious. And he goes, okay. and, and he goes, "Look, the reason I don't believe in God is because how can cancer in a two-month-year-old baby be the result? How can God want that? Like, how can there be a yeah. God if that if that's the case?" And that's the point mm-hmm. this is making. Like, if someone's really religious and their kid gets taken after all their years of going to church. Um, you know giving their lives to this mm-hmm. bigger cause then how how can that be the case? Their faith has been ultimately tested and betrayed, and so it 's their mm. hope that it does break them because that 's what happened to them so
1: yeah i i get i I get the motivation i i I just think as a in, in terms of functionality of if that 's your plan to turn as many people off God as possible
0: okay that 's the brainstorm no. i mean. Yeah, the, nah, so how would, you, would, how would you go about? So, it? It, so <laughs> how would you
1: destroy faith? <laughs> well, you in the same way as like it would be like a mass event. It, would seem, it just seems a very long winded way of turning individuals off of God okay, one by one. Here's... When you could not, when you could hypothetically blow up a school. You know what I mean? <laughs> if there's a organo- school. If there's if there's this organisation that really really wants to turn people oh off we've God solved the film and destroy and children blow up the school instead it's so long winded to, to kidnap children one by one yeah I know what you mean do you know what I mean mm. yeah Thank but that's you, where Nick. that's
2: where the husbands that's, that's, that's two I think please, I don't, I, I they understand don't understand please for that in the intro they don't they don't commit to it <laughs> can we just blow up blow up a school just blow, blow up, up a school? school um they don't fully commit to it do they really because they only <laughs> I um, want you to come into it more. Like if they were, traf- <laughs> would if they were, in. but he, if they were trafficking he, he, f-
1: for money, then I'd get that motivation more. <laughs> if there was, if there no, was I think money- you get it
2: less. I think you get no. it less. No, I th- because I think. because then there's then there's an extra motivation. The the the, the purest yeah. version of their motivation is yeah. just to take the children and and to kill them. It's it's very yeah, nice
1: thematically. Them. It's very nice thematically because the the, the characters have this thing. That's about, all you need. Have, have this nice thing about faith, but in, in functional terms, for a group to who's
2: who's have um, this, to kidnapping you're, you're, children one by you're one. Too, you're digging too you're, deep, man. Well,
0: you're almost not digging deep. You're looking deep. You're, at you're, this. You're, it's too logical. You're
2: taking notes on how to take uh,
0: how to kill that's, children. That's too logical. Like for them, they're kind of religious nuts, aren't they? And they're.
1: I guess they are like hippy-dippy, weird. Yeah, exactly. LSD. Their, yeah. their
0: war that they're waging against God, which is, which is like a philosophical thing already, um, yeah. is this, I guess you could call loose... I mean, most of the things that they would say before they were doing this, in, in religious terms, you wouldn't also believe. So the way they're going about this isn't going to be the most practical thing because they're not just going to switch on a dime and become um, non-religious but really pragmatic people with like uh rational thoughts mm. not that mm. not that anyone religious is irrational but the way that they were mm. going about it seemed to be you know he's wearing this right like, weird necklace which which seems to be some sort of cult thing and they were like mm. deep so the way that they were going yeah. about doing the opposite is kind of the same thing they're going deep and they're going it's into like this-
1: the, the the rich the ritual of it is important and rituals don't have to Mm. They're, right they're, they're, they're ceremonies right. there's but they're extravagant and illogical or not ver- not functional it, it, on the face right of it. i mean yeah okay. i agree
0: with you that they, there's obviously more there's easier direct clearer ways to to have that effect but
1: th- to turn people off of god in, in, in their, their
0: minds especially because it happened to their kid not that they he got kidnapped but it's it's a direct response to that spiritually but, but,
2: but put it in in a different take the ritual out of it and also take the fact that it's children out of it. The fact that what they do is essentially what Keller could become with Alex Jones. And that's he is he is doing uh, probably what they kind of did at the start of their breakdown. Keller's lost his daughter, so he's torturing someone mm. in the in the Most incredible way, but what at what point would he have stopped? Like Mm. he found his daughter in the end, so that's that's that you know in this story, that's is that's where he stops. But at what point Mm. would he have lost his faith? It's like a proverb:
1: to to fight a monster, you have to be mm. or become one.
2: Yeah, exactly. And would he have killed Alex Jones? And would he have just kept going from that point? Mm -hmm. And I think that's the same for them. Lost
0: their faith as well, yeah.
2: And they've they and but they're they're way beyond that. They're ten years down the Mm. line.
1: Yeah, but, I mean um, C- sequel. Jackman comes out of the hole in ten years, and he's like head of the new cult. <laughs> he just hates God. Directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> yeah, Zack Snyder.
2: <laughs> but the only thing, the only, my only um, fault with it is uh, why Alex Jones at what point, And they don't. I don't think it it needs to this doesn't need to be resolved to make it a better film. But at what point do this couple say, Alex Jones, we're going to basically just keep him and, and mm. make him her son. But yeah. I don't then know, no, it, the timeline would be wrong, but the, my only thinking about it briefly explanation would be the fact that her husband goes missing, um, looking for faith and ends up in the, in the, father's basement so mm-hmm. but it, it still doesn't explain oh, sorry here we go. Luke's got something. Mean, sorry i'm speaking no no on no, no. luke knows the I answer mean, i've
0: researched i have researched it so it's not coming from my interpretation but uh, but uh, uh, so apparently you know when she says there was an accident when alex was young it's supposed <laughs> to be that yeah the the concoction they gave him was like a missed dosage,
3: lsd stuff isn't it
0: and it basically sent him loopy um, so that that's and then they they take care of him because he just can't find his own way in the world, and then oh but, wait, but is, isn't isn't like, don't what? they kill children? Yeah, or, didn't didn't they abduct him? Yeah, but they drugged them first. <laughs> because yeah, because you
1: no, but, but, no, but wait, no, but why, do, why why did so they have a next They kill uh, children. So what, what would it matter if you went loopy because he, he's going to die anyway?
0: Because, um, because of the added thing of her husband going and then she because she or, she also comments that. I should have left the kids in there the kids that she nicks this time but when um with with alex gone it was so lonely she actually says that so if if he had an accident where this like and i think the the concoction is supposed to be in with like some sort of snake oil shit because that's why they have the snakes like the venom Mm. and uh
2: lsd yeah
0: with 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 the drugs and then I think they give him a bum dosage because that's how she knows what the dosage is when she says to Hugh Jackman for a man your size it'll be about a third um mm.
2: I, I you know that was improvised was it there's a there's a when she says she's I think there's part of that scene where she, they improvise, yeah but pro- um, maybe not that detail and though. she said. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I
0: the the video I I saw theorized that he had been given a bad concoction, which had um, detrimental effects on his on his brain, which is why he's got the IQ of a ten year old. And then when her husband went missing, she filled the void of him gone because she's clearly affected by uh, clearly affected by loneliness because she says that later on to prove that, mm-hmm. and she kept Alex on oh. as a companion. So my oh, wait, wait. Alex a small. Is like- I'm all- 20 years
3: old or something like that why the 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 when they find the he's, dead priest he's he's like he can't be dead for more he's like than five
2: year. years he's nice no, he, she says five years i'm pretty sure she says that her husband walks out on her five years ago five years ago uh yeah, he, he was pinched seven, the, seven or eight wasn't he yeah so the, the timeline doesn't work okay, there that but might not be i do remember the motive well, I mean, I remember there was a, there's a point where she talks about, um, the other guy who keeps the snakes, Bob Taylor. Yeah. And she says something about, um, she says, I was forgot something-
0: about Bob Taylor until you brought him up the other day until he came up in the paper.
2: The yeah. Other day. But why was that? Because they were also taking drugs. Were they also so, on I LSD? They, like, he yeah, he he's, must. Have he's been, fallen victim because yeah. he's doing the mazes. Yeah, on uh, the but wall. I don't think they yeah. t- kill he's,
0: every child, which is why two of them remain.
2: No, but I mean, he's in because she. She. You said she forgot about him, but was that because both him, both both, both her and her husband were also taking lsd at the time i, I don't know if that um, and there were so i mean mm, i don't know if they never say that do I don't they? know
0: if any of that but she's come to that but they clearly don't like murder every child i think they kidnap them
3: no but, but which just strange kids are but, missing and then yeah, the that, priest he admits to the priest that he killed 16 kids mm, um, yeah
1: and, and then, then also when that, Bob. when that improve your faith if your kids go missing and then you go and then they come back miraculously
2: but with also, with Bob Taylor, he buries the mannequins. So
0: yeah, he's, he's acting would, out. Well, that's the different.
2: Yeah, that was surely surely he's mean like that stuck he would in a loop, right? Mm. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's source code. He's
1: source coded. Yeah.
2: <laughs> my explain. I don't. I. I don't know. I. I think that. I. It's, it's, it's parts I've not picked up on, but my my, from what I remember, my explanation is that they they are also like whilst they're taking the children they're it's during their more of their like youth
1: it's the swinging 60s it, dude
2: it's a swing swinging 60s Jefferson airplane um, in the background ding, but, oh, I see. they got they got flights with epstein they, they came yeah. home and they're like fuck it let's just take kids but it seems dude hendrix is born. It, it seems to
0: like to fill the void of their child dying they had alex who, uh, okay. who was a who again it can be a compounding of different things. Who they gave this bum dosage of thing and wasn't going to survive in the world anyway. So, there, see, I didn't get bum dosage. I know this, this is something that's been looked into more by this guy that did the video. But, um, mm. she Detective Loki re- researcher, well, real well, I mean, the, forum name, Detective there Loki. There is a line in PhD. the script that says he had an accident when he was young. Uh, there okay, was yeah, an anyone, accident, yeah. Yeah, true. I I thought, but she says that
2: about her his parents.
0: No, there's another line at the end of the film.
2: <laughs> okay, I oh, thought this was your favorite. I thought he movie. was. I, she, she I thought like he was he loopy is. because um. He he's fucking <laughs> fucking is mate. Shots are being. I do you not know about mate, this. Mate, you wait till we get to a cinematography. I fucking do. you you've got it there's, wrong. There's two can lines I- about accidents, and I'll play them right now.
1: I thought can he was I, loopy because I, he was gra- raised um. By these people, I don't know. Well, uh mm. that's
0: what I, I think I, I too. think the, they, I think they the main one. Him, and I think then the they main one the is wrong, and an he messed up his brain. Alex had, uh. and I think it's because of the drugs that they gave him. They gave him the wrong dosage because there's also the line about her knowing exactly what the dosage should do. I'd love if you. And it got it Zonk It's just him in the bed. It's in the same that's conversation. <laughs>
1: uh
2: find me that line
1: okay so he's a replacement of the son
2: and, yeah well I I, I think also uh, probably the biggest motivation is the fact that she says she gets lonely yeah yeah and to have to have him around but also to have because yeah, he's, he's stellar company a, isn't he yeah and, and also because he's got such a low <laughs> IQ you pick someone
1: else <laughs> low IQ you can just bowl over in any conversation with him.
2: He, you can I, watch what you want on the TV because uh, you don't even know what's going on. He is also
0: easy and passive company that she can control. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Uh, orders around, right. that's a big thing. Yeah, you're there
2: right. aren't there aren't many people are going to put up with her. No, nah, definitely not.
1: Looks like their house Ob- stinks as well. Child,
2: child abduction. Mm. <laughs> <Also> he <laughs> child has a double last name. Just, did
3: he, not many did people he gonna live the, with keep, the <laughs> keep the name of his original parents?
1: Yeah. What's the deal yeah. with that? Like yeah, I, normally, when you get prob- adopted,
3: you don't I, keep your original I, birth name. I have a problem he with the name Alex think.
1: Jones. I just can't.
3: Every he time I hear that name, I just. Like, Barry. I know it's
2: hard. He doesn't. We got he doesn't. The He's called Barry. <laughs> <laughs> get the RV. He's called Barry. Barry. He's, I know called, he's Barry. called Barry.
3: But but when he when he signs himself out of the the the, the prison, he signs yeah. the thing and he says alex jones and it's something like winter garden jones or something like that he's got a double name it's a small thing Mm. but maybe you can explain i remember that wouldn't wouldn't he just have alex jones why does he have a double name what's the point i don't get it
0: yeah but we don't know that that's his original somebody find the bit
2: it's
1: not
0: Oh, so it was just a bit of flair
1: on the on the woman's part to give him a a bit of a motif. A a fancy middle name. Winter Garden. It's like kinda
0: cold and (laughs) backstory. That's
2: what they called all their abducted LSD children.
0: Yeah, Winter Seasons. Jack mate, um you you know what? You need to fucking watch his movie. I, have you even mate, seen I've, it?
2: Mate, I've
0: got, no, I'm getting annoyed now because I'm giving these a, theories point, based on actual oh. lines of dialogue in the movie, you, which you've claimed to have watched one, 800 times.
2: You don't one fucking know about one piece of dialogue. One piece of dialogue. Right, come on. crack on.
3: Can I? One can I piece put of my
2: dialogue.
3: my um the one thing that annoys me a little bit, and maybe maybe I'm I didn't understand
2: something completely. Yeah, come on. But I'm I'm three star of Praman's deep, so <laughs> fucking hit me. <laughs> Um so when
3: the kids get abducted at the beginning um and then they they bust Loki busts um Alex Jones in the RV and then the RV automatically gets taken to the compound where the police is and mm-hmm. it gets forensically analyzed wouldn't the first thing you do go to the person whose RV you've already confiscated go to the place where he lives and send the scent dogs that they're talking about the entire time yeah to the place mm. and
2: immediately oh. they find the kids
1: yeah yeah that's
2: that is cool. another flaw that i've seen but i think four that's very stars, true nick. nick four stars God, i think is, um, that, that
1: lost the st- half a half a star in that alone nick
2: maybe it hasn't i, th- I think um <laughs> I maybe policing wise with the Jackson, was um, talking about police
1: cuts <laughs> so <The> backstory so
3: <laughs> <laughs> budget cuts
2: yeah so after i after i spent good time with jake and he went through <laughs> the whole backstory and and how the actually police department worked around at this time um i don't know i like. I think that's a, that's a good point i think um and the, the same justification the same in the end
3: hugh jackman's under the under the Ford Focus, uh, the the Ford Mustang.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> about our first <laughs> Oh,
3: sorry. And they have a forensics team digging up the yard, and there's a living human being in like a hole within earshot. Mm-hmm. And like they've been digging around there for days because they've un- uncovered like. All the, so they all say the it's frozen. It's going to take us weeks it's... to
1: excavate the whole thing. But you're talking yeah, about Hugh they've, Jackman they've... being there and hearing them digging and and putting up the big lights and driving across, or
3: or them just like maybe first thing you do is <laughs> again like send ready. <laughs> send the scent dogs because that's probably how you'd start this to dig where they ever like they they'll smell. They're called cadaver dogs. I guys.
0: Mean, cadaver dogs. Uh, with the dogs, you've uh, got you're a right. a massive point. But they're also you're right. got, they've got the radio. This is a
2: right. film, though. But they <laughs> yeah, mentioned the like... dogs. <laughs> they
3: mentioned the dogs three times. Did they? Yeah, they say like, uh, "We're going to send the scent dogs. We got every scent dog in the forest here." Oh, they say it like two or three times. Nasty.
1: Maybe it was a note on the script that why wouldn't the scent dogs do it and then there's a, a save for them they'll go no we'll get in that there's scent dogs on the scene so we're not avoiding it but they just don't come up with anything
0: basically as an excuse how, so I'm not saying it's right but it. <laughs>
1: that's how I get around
2: it I think so you just have to few, add three
0: lines of dialogue
2: we've used the only really. the only <laughs> argument I have um, I agree with def- I definitely agree with those points um, but my my only way of trying to get around that is, <laughs> is <laughs> fuck you is <laughs> it's, it's a film nick chill the fuck yeah, out cool. no no but no, i agree but no 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 it's not that's really not my point and it's procedural that's and not my it follows
3: point. rules very strictly
2: my yeah my the only the only argument for this might be for your first point about going to the aunt's house which would make sense is um that she does say that he lives in the RV. So technically he wouldn't have a fixed address, but, yeah, but he does stay there um, in the room. He stays there. She says, she says he stays there in the winter on the sofa bed. So technically it wouldn't be a fixed address. It would just be the RV and maybe policing wise, they might need a warrant to get in the, into her house. Probably still could get that if they really yeah. needed it, but it's it's quite a loose, like it's, it's definitely great. quite a loose but no, I
0: don't think it's a fatal but- flaw. The movie still works.
1: The end bit, I'm with you, Nick.
3: No, no, 100. percent Like it doesn't ruin the thing for me.
1: But about them sitting up for f- for three days.
2: No, but even even then, all right, Even here we fucking go.
1: So they got big all lights. Right. They're sitting up. <laughs> like stadium lights. We fucking go. <laughs> and like the of a generator, like but all then, night. Radio on. He doesn't wake up. But the yeah. radio is they're on. Just, yeah. yeah, there's just not Tom, cool. Tom, Tom York very
2: quietly. You know. And the lights are on. You just said it, Matt. The generators yeah, are Jenny's on. The Jenny's on. You can't hear shit. Like, out, but when, they're, when they're setting up. Be- because I remember my student film at uni and we shot a night Love. scene. We tried to do some moonlight. We had a generator and we had no dialogue from that scene. <laughs> because all we heard was the generator. <laughs> Again, so I'm logic saying tells scent me. Scent
3: dogs. Bring the scent dogs in first before you excavate.
2: It's fair. It's fair,
3: Jack. You got to I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to change profession. No, I
2: agree. I agree. I completely agree. It's what? not
3: going to change. We're, not going to change my opinion. Where, where's the movie set? Where's the movie set? Is it in Canada or is it in America? I'm, I'm not sure I think, because I think it's America. They say something about the Commonwealth at some point, though. Oh yeah. They say like I've got everybody oh. in the Commonwealth. Yeah.
0: Alex Jones is not allowed to leave the Commonwealth. Oh shit! Yeah, something like that. So, is the Commonwealth what is what is that? Canada.
3: I know Canada
0: they have games. India.
1: UK, UK, New Zealand. India. Australia. <laughs> I know yeah, they Australia. Play Australia. Games. I believe there's a King George Island somewhere off the coast of <laughs> no, Africa. It's set
3: there. <laughs> it might be there. <laughs> 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 Every single child on that island Is fucking dead
0: <laughs> We only had 18 to begin with There are 16 yeah. gone already oh, yeah.
2: Guernsey it's, just, it's saying Guernsey <laughs> mm.
1: Though there is a big conspiracy About rings and Guernsey <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: another it. Um, um, this yeah. is fantastic. Let's let's keep going. What else have we got, guys? Because mm.
2: genuinely, genuinely, it's a genuine question. I know I give this five out of five, but could you give? Would you make it any better?
0: Okay, so uh, well, that the, the fat was. Is a there
2: fail. a fix? Is there a fix to this film? Well, it's not f- like fatally flawed. Mm. I think is
3: it. There's like All it's right. a
0: good, it's a solid story. I'll tell you though, my reaction to this this time watching it and maybe I've seen it too many times it does drag a little bit for me um Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. due to preference because this film is two things I mean we looked up the genre the other day um and I think it said drama mystery and crime I would I would agree with them putting drama first and not mystery first because I actually think it's not as procedural as it let as it seems it is and as I remember it to be um, I find the actual, the investigation parts quite sparse and I find that it's quite front heavy and back heavy in terms of revelations, rev, re, uh, revealing of information, that kind of thing. Whereas I much prefer, I'd if I was going to choose between drama, which is the stuff between um, Jackman and all of the other characters, that's all the drama, right? Him, his relationship with the family friends, his relationship with Loki, his relationship with Alex, all that stuff is drama. Um, there's not a huge amount of investigation from Loki going from place to place, doing questioning. That's why we get those in like singular shots in a montage. Whereas I prefer something like Zodiac where we actually are with the investigator the whole time. There's lots of... You're hearing of, the questions. And the we're getting questions. We're having yeah. revelations. He, it's very like a puzzle he's piecing together. Whereas this seems like... There's information at the beginning, there's a little bit drip thread drip fed through the second act and then at the end, people put it all together and it's a little bit happenstance-y. I do like mm-hmm. the way it comes together in the third act, but I'm not a huge fan of the second act because a lot of it is Hugh Jackman screaming at Paul Dano, which to me, mm-hmm. I know it's drama and I know it's interrelationship drama, but. I, in terms of genre, prefer something a little more procedural. And I remembered it a little bit more procedural. Mm -hmm. That's a preference thing.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's fair. Mm -hmm. I think probably on this most recent viewing, it's the first time I've actually looked the uh, runtime. Um, It's long. Most other times I've... Yeah, it's so two and a half yeah. hours. is it's it's, it's, really it's long. um it's three hours. No, two hour, Yeah, yeah. No, sorry. You know, it's two and a half hours, but the original cut was three hours. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I and it, wait, uh, not not I, cinematically I, though, right? Not theatrically. No, no, just, no. Okay. no it's also it was, but the, when they, I think kind of they thing. originally cut it for three hours, but then it was cut down right. to two and a half. Um. But it's the first time that I, like I said, looked at the runtime and thought. Shit, two and a half hours is quite long. Yeah, mm. it'll be interesting and, to know and, and, what that
1: extra chunk is. Yeah, if it's a, a gas mask backstory, yeah. a little bit of pepper. <laughs> if, if if it's I those mean, things we're maybe. talking about, what is yeah, that? It could yeah. be
3: because there's a lot of emphasis on that. He puts some gas mask on and cuts down a
1: fucking yeah. tree. <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole mustard gas sequence in a trench. <laughs> so there's a lot. There's good. a yeah. lot
0: of low key thinking about and like frustrating over the case. Low key. He's low-key frustrated about the case the whole time, but there's a lot of him like um, agonizing over it, and not a lot about him actually chasing it, which is probably more realistic in terms of an actual case because you're not constantly finding things out. But I do find that mm. less cinematic at times during this. It's like like when he's. Um, I think the worst point is when he's listening back to the interview, the interrogation with Alex. And it yeah, keeps I going, a, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it's yeah. just Alex saying obvious shit, like, no, I didn't yeah. do it. No, I didn't do it. And it's like, why are we hearing that when it's really not that specific?
1: It just seems like if you were writing it, that'd be the, the filler of, oh, no, he's still trying to get to the bottom of it, but, yeah, can't. And it, but I, I, I thought he'd rewind it and here's something he didn't right. pick up on before. And it, it's like, a that long would be scene. Zodiac. It's a long scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And they do the same thing with the, the maze guy as well. Where he sits there for ages watching him draw the maze and then he finally goes in i know you got to build the tension and everything but it's, there's a lot yeah. of jake gillenall not finding things out but thinking about stuff
3: mm. Mm. i just remembered one more thing that um i thought was a little bit annoying um and you know the scene where uh, loki follows keller um with the car mm. Mm-hmm. And he goes to the to the liquor store. Well, he wants to go to the the place. Yeah. I found it a little bit annoying that the way he notices him is that huge trash truck that sits behind him for like I know. A, a minute or something like that, honking his horns. Him. It's, it's pretty and poor like, policeman work. In mm. in I'm like, you know, in reality, you'd probably just maybe turn around the corner or something yeah. like that instead of waiting there. Because it's a pretty crucial part of his investigation. Guys who um,
0: drive uh, dump trucks will overtake you if you stand there for point two well. of that's a true. second. <laughs> yeah. This guy's. It must be in Canada because the guy's fucking polite.
3: <laughs> Even though he honks as a horn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Just little little things here. I agree, and there. but I also Another find one is, that like it's quite is,
0: socially cool because he's like, I'll oh, just fucking go around, mm-hmm. go around.
3: Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like it. it they, they had it there so that he noticed. It's a bit him. Flimsy,
1: yeah. I really enjoyed the quick thinking on Jackman's part of uh of just bedding down on that bit of cardboard. <laughs> yes. Up.
2: That's later. That's later. That's later on, isn't it? Yeah. When he, um... He who, figures out his uh, address. It's really father's funny address.
0: to imagine him quickly getting on the floor and just himself himself. <laughs> it's really Shit. funny to think of that. <laughs> yeah. Also,
3: in that in that flat, when he Loki breaks into that place two times, and the first time he like maneuvers his way in through the window, like takes mm. the plywood off, and then slides the door open, and then. The second time, when he actually should be like quiet, he like kicks the door in.
0: <laughs> well, no, because he's screaming, isn't it? Is more of an emergency. He's he screaming. Uh, no,
3: that's inside. When he's inside, no. But no, that's when he's screaming.
0: He can see. He can hear him.
3: But from outside.
2: Yeah. But at oh, that sure. point, that He, he, no he not. He thinks he um. <laughs> he thinks that the children are in there, because they both end up going to the different. Like, Keller goes off yeah, to yeah. the. Because yeah. the, the girl to... goes,
1: You were there. And, said, and,
2: oh. yeah, and yeah.
0: there is audible screaming from the window. Yeah, yeah there is. Yeah, there's also no that. screaming. But... Okay. I, I actually actually watch them next month. <laughs> oh. oh, oh, oh. Um, you may have seen we... Everyone's <laughs> talking about it. No one's watched it.
2: Should we move on to cinematography? Yeah, let, let's talk about it more. Mate, because it's fucking 10 o'clock and we've not spoken about it. We've been speaking for like two hours. <laughs> Come on.
1: Surely this, this sequence behind me i meant to say wait do you know what i find oddly satisfying i'm just going to try them in on cinematography oh here we go go on what i find oddly satisfying is you know when the this rv is parked in the forensics lab and it's just dripping ever so nicely on the concrete floor and they just do the, the various shots of that
2: uh, it has rained quite a
3: lot
2: yeah mm. oh shit i just thought they of picked one a place thing. with loads of rain Maybe. didn't they oh,
1: go on sorry
3: yeah um and um, does does when alex jones hit the gas in the the rv and drives into the tree does he want to kill himself or is he panicking
1: i think it's the panic mind of a of a it's sub a 10 iq yeah i don't think he should kill himself okay. i reckon it's panic i think it's a mistake i think he tried to get away and fucked up and kind of
3: because he know he he does know what's happening with the kids
1: right yeah, he kind of knows right from wrong, I think. But that would be interesting to talk about.
3: But he says, doesn't he say stuff like they didn't stop crying until I let them, and like until I left them. Doesn't it yeah. seem like he until knows him, yeah. a
1: bit more than he actually says? He 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 knows he knows something. I don't know if he knows the full extent of like of the big infrastructure mani- of the cult.
2: He's very manipulated, though, yeah. isn't he? Because he, he's only at that at, like during his informative years, the only person he rel- probably allegedly relies on is essentially a serial killer can't show so who your who, right. who does yeah who, who does he kind of believe who does he rely on that the constabulary like you said the 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 police or or his I imagine, aunt I imagine he who's, doesn't who's understand him
1: him hardly anything and his aunt has just said to him all this stuff is is a secret you can't say this He doesn't understand Mm. the extent of of the horror. He just has to keep it secret. Um. Okay.
2: Go Go on, Jack. Um, Cinematography. uh, Purely opinion-based, but I think... um, For me, I think this probably should have been uh, Deacon's first Oscar win um and i would say that on the basis that it the the marriage between story and cinematography is the best i've probably seen ever all time uh and the first thing that i notice is the ratio of this film uh i don't know exactly what it is but normally it would be Two, three, five by one, right? You know, you've got black bars, but this is sixteen by nine, right? So it's 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 going to fill up your TV screen, your cinema screen. It fills everything, um, and typically used in comedies, documentaries, things that I think usually tend to be a bit more believable, and I think the main reason for this is. Um, which I've saw or, or read about in another analysis is about the the children and the fact that the two girls don't really play much of a part in this, and the the reason for that is that they're so generic. It gives you the feeling that it could kind of happen to anyone, and I think the same for that same reason is why they've chosen this ratio. Is it because it makes it feel a bit more realistic? It doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a film as much as it might do Citizen Kane, where you've got a you know a tiny viewing ratio. This you see the whole screen. You you are really encapsulated by this, and this is also built upon with the lighting and everything in this whilst it's quite stylized, is so naturalistic. There's nothing yeah. in, at any point in this film which doesn't feel like the light shouldn't be there. And in all of the scenes that we're, we're, we, we have on our screens now, and I, the, the, the first one I'd pick up is, is Matt's, and the fact that you're at a petrol station, and this whole sequence, there's so many silhouettes in this sequence. But that's because in reality, if this was to happen, this is what you would view as a, as a human being. The, the, you, the only lights in the scene would be from a petrol station, would be from the police cars. And when you get that POV or kind of behind POV of Alex in the van, you wouldn't see anything else. It would be silhouette. And that's repeated across the whole film. Uh, and it, they could have banged a, a huge balloon up in the in the sky they could have created this really fake looking moonlight but I think this is genuinely Deacons at his finest um, and it's it's that combination between him and Denny and that discussion probably where they have in pre-production where they speak about how this comes across to the audience. And it's kind of something we have spoken about before in previous films, but it makes the most sense now that in something like this, where it's supposed to be generic, where it could be your children that get taken, right? This makes you feel like it could be anyone's children who could be taken. And unfortunately in the wider world, this does happen. We're not immune to these bad things happening in the world. and. Even when I watched it back last night, I genuinely felt that
0: it's very naturalistic and mm. it just it seems like so clean like every flame frame is very clean and you're mm. right it does feel very like um intentional by the way it's lit
2: yeah yeah and 100%. i and i sent actually i sent a um an article to Nick um earlier, which was someone had done like a breakdown of what was used per scene and why mm. and uh, the framing that Roger uses. Uh, and the interesting part of this analysis was that this person was picking out certain points of the frame and saying, imagine if this wasn't here. Uh, and one of the points was actually in the scene that you're in Luke, um, which is the, the opening of, of Loki. Um, and I think actually this scene opens with, the car outside
0: yeah behind the car first the next mm-hmm. shot and then that shot
2: right yeah that's it that's it but actually in the film you can see the red tail lights all oh, right um, so you have the red tail lights and then you have the the tungsten of the um, red
0: tail lights of
2: the car yeah but it's off isn't it but you can i think you can see them i'm pretty sure you can see them Maybe it's a different scene, but, it, but then it links to where you are now, where you've got the red right. of the, the production design of yeah. what people are wearing, what the costume design is. And I think I remember Tarantino saying something in an interview, which was like, I don't like Tarantino that much. But I remember he said something about how his job is to bring everyone together as a director and get the best out of them at that moment in time. And and it makes so much sense right now. And I think Denny and Roger have done the same. Mm. And also, it's something that we don't speak about, which is probably production design. Yeah, yeah, is that Massive. they? Yeah, so, which yeah. is huge. Yeah, which is huge. And yeah. I probably we can all admit that we none of us know anything about other than what we it's can see. It's probably
0: the most overlooked major yeah. role in filmmaking. Yeah.
2: Other than other than Roger, Hook, and Denny and maybe he's gaffer, he's then speaking to production design and talking about the colours that they're going to use. But it's so, like, when you follow Um, it frame by frame, scene by scene, you see, like, you can see the conversations they might be having.
0: I think that also speaks to our role as semi-professionals, where if you go and make a short film, really, you think about the scripts, you think about how, how the story's going to play, you imagine it in your head, then you... To go to your DP and you go, right, how do we want to envision this? And then really the third thing is what we're we going to be shooting at. Like how we well, yeah, we can rent a house, how are we going to address it? What period is it? It informs so many things. And also, as we were saying with Gill and all, a lot of characterization can happen in production design and costume where you don't need to write a line of exposition. So I think I agree with production design is massive. And that comes to the forefront of your thinking only when you start making films, cause you start realizing how early in the process it comes in.
3: It's actually the easiest way to give your film a certain character, isn't it? Right. If you, so actually we should probably, one of us should leave and we should be replaced by a production designer. Cause it'd be really <laughs> interesting. Just it's, it's the easiest way to give your film a character. It's the subtlest way. Of making your movie,
2: that should be our first guess.
3: Yeah, Yeah. nobody knows one. (laughs) one. They all they all just work on high budget projects. Um, The thing I wanted to maybe say is how good the. I mean, first of all, the whole movie is all the camera movements are extremely subtle. A lot of it is pretty much static, and then even in the absolute highlight of the movie the this or the the climax the scene where um loki rushes uh is it joy joy to or anna one of the girls to the to the hospital um the car ride Uh, the the Mm. the way the camera is positioned is is very 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 strong because there there's no camera movement all the movement is with the cars um it's still a very static shots like normally you'd shoot this kind of stuff you know with like a lot of movement to really get the feel for for the for the atmosphere and the intensity of the scene but because the whole movie is so slow and controlled you can just have the camera in the car and together with the movie it really works well for an extremely strong Strong scene, and you don't need you know 10,000 mm. different angles and everything. Um, I thought that was pretty interesting.
0: And your point about the static, like camera as well, doesn't it just mm. make for I and mean, this is a very like layman's view of cinematography, but doesn't it just mm. make for a more classical piece yeah. of art? Like, generally, when you think of classics, you don't think about an, a J.J. J. Abrams film where the camera. There's a wonder of a of a dialogue scene between five people where it swings round, it tracks up the hallway, turns around another character, then then mm. pushes in close to someone else to get their dialogue, then again cuts out of the into, window. Yeah, it, it's, into the car. Yeah, this seems so considered yeah. and has confidence to say, right, put the camera here, don't move it.
3: Mm. And it's a lot yeah. easier that way to tell a proper story with the with the images, probably because you can just insert, you know. Actual, just random, like single shots of things that in a movie like a J.J. Abrams movie that would probably wouldn't even work because it would get completely lost.
0: Yeah. Um, and it relies on that rehearsed movement of the camera where the actors mm-hmm. are more or more performing it like a stage play. Yeah. Um, and here it's yeah. kind of given room to breathe. Very I mean,
3: Deacons is, is known for his, his use of practicals, but I think in this movie he takes it to another level, especially with all the. Um, The flashlights that are being used Mm. especially the scene by such a great scene where he where he's in the basement of the father and you're behind him and he like he shines around and he kind of creates his own silhouette because he's illuminating the background and he like he's in in the forefront Mm. as a silhouette it's such a clever way of of having that that shot very yeah
0: it be the number one flashlight movie, surely. Yeah,
3: <laughs> torch-based so movie.
4: Yeah, mm. I think. Um,
2: touching mm. on that point, you said about um, we both kind of agreed on, like the one that might make it in, like the epic that it might be. Um, <clears throat> a note that I made while watching it last night was that there are no wasted shots and the fact that every shot does have a meaning and there isn't he's not trying to do in a way kind of compare it to like a David Fincher film because for me it's like on that kind of level but even in the danger of David Fincher film there's like look at Panic Room where
0: yeah.
2: You know, there's that shot where it goes, like, in between Perfect the kettle. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's a stylized. But with this, it's, like, it's so considered.
0: Yeah. And
2: mm. I know it's... on Sicario, I remember um, an interview Deacons has said about with Denny, uh, specifically with Denny, and, and they've said about... There's a, there's a scene with... Um, once you protagonist protagonists, Emily Blunt and Josh Broden. And there's something about well, they shoot it in a wide, and then Rogers he said that he said to Denise, like, should we go in for coverage? Do you want to go for close ups? Oh, yeah. And he's like and he says, No, because if I go in for close ups, I might have to use it. And I think that's mm-hmm. the same here. Is it's almost like they've had those conversations without having those conversations. They've just it's so considered to this point where everything is just planned out to a T and nothing needs to be changed. It's nothing needs to be, nothing needs to be heavily stylized. It's just as is. And, and they say that, that
0: coverage is like a crutch. Exactly. It's like a filmmaker's crutch. Cause it's like, if we get anything wrong, we'll have another shot of it where it's but like, then... Yeah.
2: And then and then it's like you said when we spoke about earlier, and the biggest supporting material to that is the montage of um the previous sex offenders.
4: Mm.
2: We could have easily gone to a close up of the German porn that's in this guy's uh you know, whatever locker, whatever it is. Yeah. And we could have gone were they in some other uh, restaurant or takeaway yeah they could have been more shots than that but it's not it's just what is it three wide shots that are pushing it's two. in it's
0: literally it's just, just two, two wide
2: shots and then we go to the father like yeah. those two shots we don't need any more than what is given to us yeah so why bother
3: reduce Very get, the, the,
2: get yeah. the just the the minimum
3: amount exactly what you need it's a
2: huge is it in terms of I think In terms of directors learning about cinematography and then cinematographers learning about uh, storytelling, this is easily the best things to reference. It's the the finest things to reference.
0: Pretty good, pretty good. One more thing that
2: I thought was was really cool,
3: how, um, you know, all the... And I I mentioned this earlier a little bit, that you you always feel like you're watching somebody through a door, um, which could also weirdly be seen like if we take this concept of the maze a little bit um more Mm. literal like it looks like you're you're always like around the next corner of the maze especially when we're inside there's always all these structures that are kind of constructing the the image Mm. and it kind of represents what the characters are going through in a really wanky way but it's really nicely done that's very
0: interesting that's what we're here for
3: exactly should we um get
0: final thoughts uh, ratings.
3: I think Cut just out. for the
0: last thing for,
3: for cinematography, it's quite interesting that these this movie couldn't be more different from Blade Runner in terms of the way of the story and, and the feel of it and everything. But the way the images are constructed in their uh, in their nature isn't miles off, really. You know? There's all yeah. the shadows, there's the orange light, there's the the the, the light like behind Matt. Um the elements are all the same, just adapted to the world. You can really see.
1: I mean, yeah, Roger I, Deakins, but I you think can the really see, see that. The, for... Yeah, there's a big thing for weather as well, and I think that's an important part of it. Like, in this, and later on, they they specifically wanted to yeah. shoot for prisoners, the prisoners, the rain, and it's kind of the. the yeah. Right, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, let's sparkles, write, yeah, let's write. Let's write. I've forgotten that final point. It, it's obviously really fucking good. and I'll add it at some point Behind the paywall imagine. When uh, when I edit this one And take out all of your shitty Behind, the great, behind the great paywall Negative <laughs> comments about storyline um, I'm Jack Mortimer And I'm going to give it a 5 out of 5 Ooh. Shock No reasons, no nothing <laughs> Ooh,
4: Oh, Shock
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm... You go You go, I friend Give it a 4.5
4: Yeah.
3: Nikki, Nikki, Nikki connection.
4: Fuzzard, Fuzzard. Friend,
3: I'm giving I'm gonna give this a four. Um like, like it a lot. A little bit too long for me. Um and that that my my logic flaws just because this movie is so based in, a, in this reality, it it annoyed me a little bit. Hmm. Uh four
0: point five Wow, go that's gonna be the strongest aggregate so far. No, no, yeah, I, I drive. can overlook some flaws. <laughs> as an
2: as an average, that's gonna be the best
1: drive. I think drive was three fives. Wait, the fly was pretty high last week, something. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That's uh, decent.
3: All right, let's pick an nicks. Ex- pick a rings One, two, three. Memories of murder. Who had Memories that? Memories of
1: murder. Memories of Murder. I, I, yeah. I, I had a, oh. a snippet. All right. Nice. Nice. Uh, strong. Yes. Yeah, that's strong. That's actually a really written.
0: good one to follow this with. Yeah,
1: that's Luke's, I think.